Hello, it's Monday, and this is the Evil G Podcast, episode 105. My name is Colin, and this here's you. Hello. Uh, we are on a Monday today. Yeah, stuff stuff happening tomorrow, so can't can't do podcast. Why am I talking like that? <laughs> I don't know. Stuff happen. Can't do podcast Tuesdays. Can't do podcast Tuesday. Stuff happen. <laughs> bunga bunga. I'm a caveman. That's wasn't a racist thing. I was being a caveman. Nope. Yep. Yep. <laughs> just to, just to elaborate. Uh, right, um. We've got wrestling stuff to cover, but I guess uh, keep that to later as usual. Um, oh, I feels weird, man. Don't know, mm. don't know how you what your feelings on on that were, but uh, it was odd, very odd. Um, but yeah, we'll we'll chat about that more later. Uh, there's not much game stuff, but I played a couple of things. That we can talk about, or I can talk Sweet. about. And you can listen, make snide comments if you want. <laughs> I'll try. There's a couple of things I actually played. Um, one that I didn't write down because uh, I forgot. Um, uh, did you play that most recent Ratchet and Clank? No, but I seen you were playing it. Actually, but meaning to ask you about it. Yeah, I finished that. That's really, really good. That's good to hear. Um, that is the first ever Ratchet and Clank game I've ever played. Um, I hear it's really fun. It is. Um, it's just all the the weapons and the shooting feels really nice. It looks really nice. Um, mm. Everything blows up real good. Uh, and yeah, it's it's just a a, a nice wee shooter. I guess Sweet. that's what, what it would be. Um, yeah, it's it, like a platform shooter type thing. Yeah, yeah, uh, the, the um, like it was one of those first games uh, that was like, oh, we use these uh, these new M two drives um, mm. in these consoles to do this loading stuff, where you can go into different worlds and that. Um, yeah, it's it's pretty cool. Uh, it, there's not a ton of that, like, but uh, there's also not not much in the way of load times. But there's just some points where you're on a level and you can. You find a big rift and you can just plop yourself into a different world. Um, there's some points where you're changing between two different versions of the world. It's uh, it's it's good. Sweet. Um, now half the game you don't play as as Ratchet. Ah, uh, you've got the new person who is exactly the same. Not called Ratchet though. In literally every way, like you, you unlock a power with one character, you get it for both. Oh, nice. Um, but the games I did write down to that I was going to talk about uh, first being uh, Planet of Lana. Um, so that is a. Uh, have you ever played uh, the likes of Limbo or Inside? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's two uh, D. Uh, platform puzzly game. Um, I finished that as well. I really enjoyed it. Uh, it's got the nice, simple art style, but it's really, really nice looking. Um, really good use of colors. Um, so you play this girl, Lana, um, and you live on a planet with your sister. 
uh, I think their parents are dead. That is implied. Um, you're in this little village that seems to be a, on, on a coast, like a fishing village type thing. And then a bunch of big robots come from space and start kidnapping everyone, uh, including your sister. Um, and you have to go get her back um, and try and find her. Then you meet this little cat thing called Mew, uh, who can do things... Um, like can control animals to a point and um you, you're basically going through and you know it's firing a bunch of different puzzles at you there's physics in there um and you have to sneak around all the the, the big robots and stuff and it's just a like a you know short wee we game um mm. you can rattle through and it's it's very very good sweet uh, I don't want to eat. I, I just I remember enjoying the likes of Limbo and things like that. So yeah, sounds pretty good. Yeah, de- it definitely puts me in mind of of one of those. Because um, like there's there's no combat or anything like that. It's all mm. sort of yeah. How do you get past this part? And uh, you have to operate different machines. You, you get to the point where you can take over the machines and use them in different ways and. Um, yeah, it's just it's just a cool wee game, and it does a really good job of telling its story without any dialogue. Mm, very good. Which I, I like games that, that do that um, mm. different way of telling a story um, without you having to sit through talking about the cutscenes and dialogue heavy stuff. Um, people yeah. people basically explaining everything, then you're thinking, yeah, I, I can work that part out. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> There, there is a, a collectible type thing. You find these hidden shrines that uh, give you these pieces of a picture that I think explains some stuff about the story, about the origins of the people on this planet and, and the robots and that. Uh, I found one. <laughs> I have no fucking clue. That's the only reason I knew they existed, because I found one of them, but then never found an other one. Right. It's a- well hidden, then. Yeah, um, uh, no idea, but that's ex- uh, not exactly uh, necessary. Um, mm. yeah, there's not much else I can say about that because like, you sort of know what you're getting there. Uh, it's it's just a really good one of those um, wee indie games. Um, and then I played something that is not like anything I've ever played in my life. Or okay. I, I, I would say this is not like anything uh, a lot of people have played uh, before. Um, this is a game called The Veil, Shadows of the Crown. Um, so it's like a medieval fantasy, you know, swords and, and stuff. Uh, you play a princess, uh, but one that can use a sword. You're taught by your uncle how, how, to, how to fight. Um, hmm. And I haven't got very far into it, but basically you're you're on your, your way to some, like, your brother is the king, and you're on your way to some other fucking realm to do weird, you know, medieval politics stuff. Um, and I, I think your courage gets attacked, um, and then you wake up on your own, and you're trying to find, find your way back. Um, and that probably sounds like nothing, nothing particularly standout right there. Um mm. But the difference being is you are blind, and uh, right. 
this isn't like one of the games where it's like, oh, the character's blind, but the player can see in some weird colors or anything. It's like, now you are fucking, yeah. you're fucking blind. The only thing on the screen is, um, is like colored orbs, uh, which the job they do uh, is tell you that if you're moving or not. Because um, you can move. It's, I guess it's technically first person. Uh, yeah. And you navigate through sound alone. Jesus. Uh, so basically, well, from the at the start, you wake up. One of the things like I, I need, I need water. I need, I need a drink. Uh, so you you have to listen for, um, for the like a, a stream nearby, and you make your way towards the water. Um, and like it, it's got really good foley work. So like the sound effects, um, the way the the three D audio works, uh, so you can tell mm. what direction things are in, um, and then it's actually got combat as well. Um, so the way that the combat works when you go into to combat is, uh, you have to listen to whereabouts the person is, and you're listening for you know they'll shuffle and and make noise when they move, and then when they go to swing a sword at you. Um, you know, you'll you'll hear them winding up, and then they'll usually make noise when uh, sword. Um, and then you, on your left analog stick, is your shield, and and you push. You can push that in the direction of what they're coming to block in that direction. And then on your right stick is is your sword, and you attack with that. Um, and it's completely completely sound based. You could literally play this game with your eyes closed um this is unique yeah absolutely not so um i <laughs> i i didn't actually the the only reason i discovered it is because uh i was messing about on the xbox and remembered oh i they give away games every month you know the games of gold mm. um mm. And just saw that like that was on there, and I was like, "Oh, what is this?" Um, didn't read the description, just downloaded it because it just downloads them straight away, and put it up. I was like, "Wow, this is this is really cool." Um, I said that I I can't think of anything even coming close to no. to like that. As you as you say, normally when they do something like that in a game, you know, you can still see, but they'll maybe do something with the color scheme or something like that, you know, to represent that you can still do this, mm. that, and the other. I've never seen a game that just went, nope, you are blind. I'm pretty sure, I can't recall what it's called, but I'm pretty sure there's a horror game where you use, like, echolocation, and you would have to make noises, and it yeah. would, you know, like, Daredevil style. Um, but I yeah, remember the, that, but the more you did it, the more the monster or something would know where you are, so you wanted to try and do it as little as possible. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Uh, and this is, uh, like, it's just having the, the screen be completely black. Well, not completely, but except for those wee floating orbs. Um, the change color based on, you know, let you know what time of day it is. Um, and, I'd, like, what I was trying to do is, is give you, like, a bit of an idea of what it's actually like to be visually impaired or, or blind. Um, and it, it's, it, it does a really good job of making you just feel really uneasy, uh, especially when you're in those fights. It, it hasn't done anything particularly intense. It gives you like a, a decent window to, to parry or attack 
uh, interrupt the enemy's attack, but uh, hmm. it, it's just the fact that like I'm being attacked, and I just can't see anything. And it's uh, the the very first thing, like when I was saying, you go to to that stream to get a a drink, you get attacked by wolves, and that's pretty fucked up. Because um, all you can hear is growling, and then you're like swinging this uh, sword about. Um, but yeah, really, really unique idea. Mm. And Never heard of anything like that before. Yeah. Sounds class. It, it definitely is. Eh? Um, it sort of put me in mind that like, it gave you the same sort of feeling as, this could probably go sound weird, as the first time playing a VR game. Mm. where like you feel like you're in a space but is it this especially if you like close your eyes with this one um mm. it, it's sort of really immersive um because, because it, it, the sound design's so good yeah and you don't have to bother with with any visuals or anything so um if you just close your eyes and play it and then it then it uses a controller rumble um as well there's one thing it's it's not on ps5 um, which is a bit of a shame because just imagine haptics they, would have been awesome. Mm, just imagine what they what they could do with uh, the the dual sense. Um, mm. And it, it, it this came out uh, August last year, so I, I'm not sure if it's ever gonna see a PS5 release. Ah, mm. oh, it's a crying shame. Um. I and that that's that's what I've been playing. Uh, you say you haven't really played anything new. No, I've got a new game literally installed as we speak, but uh, haven't got a chance to play it yet. Um, I picked up that Wanted Dead. Oh yeah, yeah, you were saying uh, on the cheap's. So um, I'll probably talk about that next week. I I always hear like really mixed things about that. So I know I I like it's it's whole style and. Uh, the way it looks, I, I that's, really. Do. That's why I picked it up on the cheap. Yeah. Um, but I've it's on disc. If you want to borrow it after I've went through it, you can try it for yourself. I definitely would. Um, hmm. cause there, there does seem to be some maybe annoying things about it. Uh, like it's it's a game from a certain time period, warts and all type of thing. Yeah, yeah. Well, I've played a few of those recently, so. Yeah, not nice. gonna bother me too much, I think. Um, assume you've been playing a lot of Street Fighter still. Oh, I flat out on Street Fighter still, loving it. Um, I, I'm trying to work out. I my my one biggest problem is the uh, I'm no good at wake up, as they call it. You know, just getting off the ground. You can do like, uh, well, you probably already know this, but you can do like a back roll, but you have to time it really right. No, I didn't know that. Oh, um, I think it's, I think it's both heavies. I think. Right. And I you must remember that. Just as you hit the ground, and you will roll back. Hmm. That's actually handy to know. Hmm. Because I just have no speed getting off the floor, and I, I just feel like I spent half the match getting knocked on my ass and battered. And then eventually I'll get a little bit of a comeback, get a pile driver or two, and then it's just getting wiped across the screen. But there's some there's some people who have ridiculous recovery times. I've noticed that we doll Lolly. She can do like a no like a no T Hawk's Thunder 
char- like the charge things. You mm-hmm. can used to do them up in the air. Yeah. There's ones you can do straight forward. Yes. And if you block it, she will have time to recover and thump you before you can do anything after blocking a special attack of hers. <laughs> <laughs> That's bonkers to me. Like if you fuck up a special attack, you should be getting punished for that. But no, she can actually thump you before you, you get to do anything. So I'm just working around things like that. But I've been enjoying mucking around with Marissa more and things. Um, obviously playing away with Zangief. And I've been mucking around with Blanca. Blanca is a lot of fun in this. He has a, quite a few new tricks up his sleeve, which is fun. Mm. Yeah, that, that's, that's still hammering away on Street Fighter. Absolutely loving it. I've ordered myself a, a controller. So I haven't been playing it as... Like, like I just want this controller to arrive. <laughs> Because I I ordered it because it's got six face buttons and I don't want to get myself used to hitting shoulder buttons too much Mm. because then it'll be a whole thing. Um, Because I I don't know about you. uh, Well, no, you don't really have too much issue, but my fingers, like index and middle finger, get really sore after a while. I've heard people say that, yeah. I I don't know. I think I have weird freaky hands or something because it's never bothered me. Mm. and uh i it has like its d-pad is you know like the the circle d-pad yeah those are sweet d-pads um i hope it's saturn i'm gonna say something crazy here but i kind of hope it's like the xbox series x one uh because i I just noticed i I can't even remember what i was doing i was using the d-pad on the xbox for something and the way it feels, I reckon it would probably be really good for fighting games. Because, mm. see, each direction, each of the eight directions, has this mm. really satisfying click. So if mm. you're you're doing your inputs, it's like, it's really clear that you've done it right or wrong, because it clicks every time mm. you hit a, hit a direction. And are you okay rolling through, like, the three directions for yep. a quarter circle? Yeah, yeah, because it's, it's not like a... It, there's no resistance to it. It's just like this really, uh. Uh, the, the way it feeds, just it feedback, it feeds back. And like, I, I was playing that, uh, that Jojo one. Yeah. Yeah. For a wee while. And, and, and yeah, it is really easy to do those sort of movements with it. Um, I know that hmm. everyone thinks Xbox controller plus fighting game is just shit, but that was the Xbox 360 and that D pad was a pile of shit. Ah, uh, yeah, it was. You'd be hitting down and your character would be jumping for some reason. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I think everyone had to get one of those uh, fight pads at one stage for the 360. Yeah, I uh, have a couple of them that cannot be used. Why can't, uh, mm-hmm. like, pads like that just have, you know, a PlayStation mode and an Xbox mode? Well, yeah, I mean, they're, they're USB pads. To me, that just makes sense. Hmm. It's bullshit. Yeah, you'd probably get that these days, though, where pads are sort of multi... Nope. ...connecting. Connect- <laughs> no, still? No, the one I've ordered, um, the PlayStation 5 version, it's... Um, what's it called? Uh, Hori Command... Fighting Commander or something. Um, but it's basically the, the only uh, fight pad you can get for PS5, I think. Um hmm. But there's two separate versions 
One for PlayStation, one for Xbox. One for Xbox. Jesus. X Xbox One, r really easy to get a hold of. Uh, PlayStation Five One, uh, not so much. Uh, I'm guessing ev everyone's buying them up for Street Fighter Six. Yeah, I, I, I would agree there. And he'd be looking at uh, sticks, and it's like, I can Oof. cannot justify. Two hundred fifty pound to play a game. I can't use a stick either, as my arcade machine has taught me. Because I can't, I, I struggle to do scorpions. You know, as we teleport punch, mm. which is a quarter circle backwards and a punch. And each time I end up ducking and just doing a wee low punch, and it's just like, oh Jesus, I have these quarter circle. Like I can do back back punch for a, for a spear, but the moment I have to do a quarter circle, it's like, oh dear. Are your sticks maybe a bit, do they feel a bit mushy where you're not sure which direction you're actually? No, no, the sticks, they, they do feel good. It's just, um, it's I, I know it's me. I've, I've, someday if I'm feeling, you know, like I, I want to become a pro MK3 player, I'll sit down and study how to do it all properly. But <laughs> for now, the, uh, the arcade machine gets turned on, mucked around for a wee while, and then I'll knock it off. I seem to play Paperboy the most more than anything. Paperboy? <laughs> yeah, I want I want to set those high school man. I want my name at the top of the leaderboard on all the games. And Paperboy's the one game that just laughs at me and goes, "No chance you beating the high score on this because oh. this game is bonkers." I'm in playing the SNES version, and it's just like drive you up the wall, sir. Oh fucking hell! It's madness. Does the, I don't remember in the arcades boys throwing bombs at you. I was like, when the fuck did this happen? <laughs> I've never played the arcade version, to be to be honest. Mm. I remember the, the SNES version when you got the end of the street, you did the... Uh, the VSL course? The VSL course, sorry. Ah, that's still there, so it is. But um, I, if I'm lucky, I can maybe do one day's worth, and then it's... Nah, nothing. And I think this, to be able to set that high score, you're probably needing to do a full week. <laughs> and uh, not for me. <laughs> I'll keep I'll keep trying, but uh, that's what I spend most of my time on the arcade machine. Uh, right, let's get into the little bit of game news. Hmm. Um, not only is it a little bit of game news, it's all kind of boring stuff. <laughs> yeah. The first thing is that Embracer um, have finally, well, not fi finally, but uh, they're they're in they're having a bit few problems. Uh, so, yeah. So you know, uh, as you remember, Embracer are that uh, investment group that has been yeah. buying up like so many things. Studios left, right, and center. Yeah, like they bought all the uh, the. TH or a lot of the THQ stuff, um, mm. obviously the uh, THQ Nordic that that is them, isn't it? Yeah. Yep. Um, they bought all the the stuff Square Enix sold off. Um, they bought mm. Focus Entertainment. Uh, like, yep. Just they pretty much own that entire mid tier developer. Yeah, the B the B games as I call them. Yeah. With maybe the exception of uh, the likes of Crystal Dynamics and um, the Eidos Montreal, but like you wouldn't you wouldn't call yeah. Deus Ex a B tier game, would you? 
No, at the moment, sorry. I mean, Embracer put out B tier games, but maybe now that they've got yes. these, they will. Aye. So they 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 also they put out that Centro, um, yep, which didn't do very well, uh, and so they they have announced that they're going to do uh, a restructuring, which basically means they're going to sack a ton of people. Yep. Um. I reckon this has been coming for a while, though, because they were buying all these different companies and not doing anything like this. And, like, that was never going to stay that way. Yeah, Uh, you just keep couldn't buying companies and not putting stuff out, like, because they've owned Crystal Dynamics and Adios now for a good, what, year and a half? Yeah. Now, I believe they they are working on a, a Tomb Raider. Um, and Crystal Dynamics mm. is apparently working on Perfect Dark. Apparently. Mm. Um, and let me just see here. God, look at all those fucking developers. Yep. I'm just looking at a little list. There's a lot of them in there. Um, like Embracer Groups just is like this massive umbrella and you don't realize how many people are underneath it yeah see it's like Embracer Group and then under them are like THQ Nordic which is a bunch of different studios and then Sabre Group which is another bunch of different studios yep um, Sabre oh, so I can't, they own that Aspire you know they, they cancelled that Night Silver Republic 2 DLC yep yep and won't give anyone refunds. Uh, that's not great. Um, they own Gearbox. Fuck that. <laughs> um, which has a, a bunch of different uh, studios underneath that. So, so yeah, it looks like um, they're done with buying stuff. And they recently just had a two billion, I guess, pounds uh, deal fall through. Uh, which has sort of triggered this. Um, and now the, they're saying, um, who was it that said? I'm not sure who exactly said, but on an investor call, um, some executor, executive is like, oh, we must now exploit the fact that we own Lord of the Rings in a very significant mm. fashion. Um, not sure if you saw any of that uh, Gollum game <laughs> that just came out. I heard it was absolute dog push. Aye. Um, it looks fucking awful. Uh, uh, so, no Lord of the Rings fans, prepare yourself. Yeah, like, there's, there's going to be a bunch. Of it. Mate, these are the people that we're talking about. Were they talking about doing films as well? Yes, I think so. Uh, yeah, there's there's going to be a lot of shit in the works. And I mean shit, I don't mean like good stuff, I just mean straight shit. Interestingly, he uses the word exploit. Yeah, exploit, rather than... So we're, know, we're, not looking to add, we're not looking to add anything to it here. We're not looking to expand it. We're looking to exploit your fandom of those films or those books. Mm. Um... We did see like that that dwarf thing that that's being worked on. 
Oh yeah, the uh, mines, the, of, uh, mines of Moria, or um, it's pretty much deep rock. Yeah, it looked kind of like that. I eh? um, maybe I don't think it's first person though. Mm. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> I can't. Like this, uh, this was always gonna happen. Um, uh, it's these guys publishing the uh, AEW game. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it would put you in a bit of a worry. Uh, but they, like, I know Evil Uno's been saying, "Oh, we've got years worth of DLC plan." It's like you may have a plan, but uh, <laughs> doesn't mean it's gonna happen, buddy. Do you reckon uh, the AEW game will be a good seller for them? Well, they're pushing at something shocking now. Like they, 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 they basically didn't talk about it for donkeys, and now all of a sudden, every fucking day, there's new videos being uploaded for it. Mm. But it's like we're saying that from within, like that bubble of wrestling fandom. <laughs> I know there's people who don't watch AEW. And they're sort of all going, oh, this looks like fucking No Mercy. I'm in. So I think it's yeah. going to maybe grab a couple of old wrestling head, like old wrestling fan game heads. But I don't know if it's going to sell massive for them. I don't think they should set their expectations too high. Because not everyone who watches AEW is obviously a gamer as well. Uh, that is true. So, hmm. I mean, I'm definitely getting it. I mean, like, it's mad to think fucking two, three weeks ago, I was not interested in it, and now I'm like, nope, I'm getting it. Yeah, same. I've sort of changed my mind. Um, and, uh, yeah, I'll probably pick it up day one. It, it looks fun. Yeah. It's, it's From mad. the moment I've seen them boys playing it and lighting tables and fucking doing mad shit and laughing away. That's what I was got like, me. why weren't they showing this? Uh, that's what got me. It, it was uh, boys from uh, that new legacy channel just fucking about on skateboards mm. and wailing each other with barbed wire and the, the place, you know, bleeding, pissing blood everywhere. <laughs> this looks fucking... Did you see him throwing the literal bomb? I haven't, no. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. One of the weapons is a bomb, an actual bomb. And somebody's pinning somebody, so instead of like breaking up the pin by hitting him, he fucks a bomb at them. <laughs> That's one way of breaking up a pin. Yeah. Um. So I'm I'm just looking at the list of game franchises that Embracer owns, and there's so much here, and. They're doing nothing with I, so a lot of it that we are know. Are they of. the guys that have time splitters? Uh, Is that them, yes. or did they have splitters? No, they have time splitters. Now they announced they were obviously putting that studio together, but we haven't heard anything since. Yeah, there's no official announcement of uh, a game. The, the games that they have uh, that we know there's something in the works. So there's that Hellboy game. Oh yeah, that's right. Um, there's a Tomb Raider game. Um, they're publishing the AW. 
I'm trying to think. Like some of the other stuff they have. Ah, Load in the Dark. Yes, they're making a Load in the, the Dark. Oh, yeah, I tried the wee prequel to that. Oh, they did a prequel? Yeah, there's like a wee prologue thing you can play. It's like a demo. All right. It's a. It's, it's a, meh. Yeah, uh, that's what I was afraid of. Uh, I think it's like it's a really. The last time that they tried Alone in the Dark was probably a good time to get it going, but it didn't do its own thing. It just tried to, to be another sort of. Oh, let's just be like Resident Evil because it's gone all actiony and came. It came out in a time where survival horror was in the toilet. Um, yeah, and could have could have been like the standout survival horror game and and didn't. Um, and now they're coming out when survival horror is like in a resurgence. <laughs> so Hi. you're either gonna like you know the Resident Evil series. A fucking um, Alan Wake Two looks fantastic. It does. And oh, like, what's Alone in the Dark gonna bring? Mm. Uh, well, from what I played, not much. Borderlands is. Uh, is there anything in the works there? They had, they just had that one recently. Sure that they done the sort of Dungeons and Dragons that's, game. That's right. There's a lot, they own a lot of stuff that you like. Uh, Darksiders. De- oh, fuck that's <laughs> right. Uh, Deus Ex. Mm. Um, they own Legacy of Key. They have said they have said they're doing something with Deus Ex, but I don't know what that is. We don't know whether it's a new game or they're doing like a a remaster of the original. Well, they have the team that made them, don't they? Just making, yeah, making yeah. a new game. Or is that the one they shut Happy down? Happy Well Happy. No, no. The one that got shut down was the sequel to the... It was meant to be like the trilogy of Adam Jensen. Adam Jensen's third game got shut down. Oh, no. There was a studio they they, they shut down. Uh, it wasn't because Eidos Montreal, like the ASX. It was the Square Enix... Oh, yeah, that's something right. Something or other. Um, yep, yep. They own the Time Cop franchise. Also, what Time Cop is a franchise? Yeah, Time Cop's one film. <laughs> uh, Time Splitters, Terminator, Thief, Centro, Red Faction. Um, they own the Metro stuff. Was oh, that them as well? Yeah, they own Lord of the Lord of the Rings. One's mad. Like that, they just could do anything they want with Lord of the Rings. Um, Carmageddon. Jesus. Uh, Darksiders already said. Um, yeah, well, they no end of uh, stuff they could do something new with, but uh, yeah, I guess we'll see. Um. Better hope that new Terminator game is a hit. Aye, <laughs> fucking right. Do you think it will be? Depends. The I find that um, with that previous trilogy, the first one was really good. Um, like completely fresh tech on it. Uh, it was new. The second one was even better. Refined it. Added more to it. Third one. Ah, <laughs> went too far. Take it back. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the third third one just just ain't as good. It was just too much. Um, so if they go if they're going in for an hour trilogy, um, 
Yeah, they'll have to they'll have to do something fresh. Um, have you signed up for any of these network tests? I have. I have signed up for the MK one. Yeah, I don't know. If I'm, I doubt I'm in it though. Oh, have you not heard anything? I haven't heard a damn thing. Uh, uh, that's next. Have they week. started and all? No, uh, next week, I believe. So there could still be time. Um, mm. Yeah, you'll be able to do one v one online and a a, a tire uh, against AI guys. Uh, when does that start? Yeah, Friday the twenty third of June. That's this week. Yeah, if I don't get in, I don't get in. I mean, I'm still buying the game anyway. Like, <laughs> um, they also, um, Bandai Namco and that's one for Tekken Eight. Oh, they're doing one too. Um, I think that's a bit further away in July. I would say so because oh July, Jesus! I thought Tekken Eight was next year. Like, yeah. We're just getting out early to see how their their net code runs. Um, mm. Have Have you seen how they announced it though? No, I haven't. This is a big logo. It's like Tekken Eight, and then below it, it says, "Oh yeah, <laughs> C end." Yep. Fuck me. Yep. <sighs> Sign up for Tekken Eight, cunt. Yep. <laughs> they are the known. There's no way they did that by accident. I mean, you you just see it as soon as you look at it. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty obvious. There's there's no way Harada didn't see that shit. He knows the score. He knows what he's at. I mean, they could could have just called it a closed beta, but no. Yeah, like most people do. Isn't Harada the one that always gives shit online when or like? and blocks you on Twitter as soon as you say anything to him. Yeah, yeah, that's him. Arata, I cannot take criticism. Uh, and he always likes to wear a t-shirt that says, don't ask me for shit. <laughs> it's like, it basically is like a, a massive troll and people love him for some reason. Like, the more I've learned about this guy, the more I think, you're a prick and I actually, you know, I wonder why I've, you know, I'm not as bothered about Tekken as I am with MK and Street Fighter anymore. I mean, Ed, Ed Boon does does it a bit as well, but he's not. And he does it in a fun way. He's not a prick about it. No, he's not a prick. Just doesn't put Molina in the game because <laughs> he knows what you're at. <laughs> yep. Yep. Oh, he got so fucking. Uh, Hassled last game because there was no Molina at the start. That was she added eventually. She was uh, in like the last update. And why? Why? Why even bother then? To, like, stop your whinging. Mm. Um. Yeah, so that's the uh, network test. Uh, the, this next one, uh, not gonna. Spend too long on this. FTC temporarily blocked the Microsoft Activision deal. That just means they've got questions. I, I'm pretty sure that's just pretty pretty normal until they get to ask their questions. Yep. Um, 
I don't think it's going to stop anything. Like, uh, it's crazy thing. Like um, the UK one. Uh, I know we spoke about this before, but then I sort of got the proper like actually looked at it closer and and how they could go about getting around that is they would have to pull like we were saying they would have to pull out of the uk um Mm. and they did say that they still be able to sell their games but uh, the way they would sell their games in the uk is like they just have to get someone else to publish them yeah which i'm you know sure they'd be able to get someone to do easily enough aye no like if you went who wants to publish the call of duty in uk everyone would want to <laughs> sony uh, sony are publishing uh, <laughs> fucking rude jesus uh they're adding cloud gaming to the ps plus premium i don't know why but i thought this was already part of ps plus premium i think it already is to be fair but like sony's cloud gaming is absolute so I don't know why they even want to announce that yet until they fix it. Uh, apparently they're working on it. Um, uh, we've been hearing that since the PlayStation 3. Yeah. Um, and so this will, will include the stuff in the premium and uh, that middle tier. Mm. Um, and then also some games that you own. But not all. Right. I think I just been like if it's a Sony published one that you own a box copy of or bought online, you'll be able to play that via cloud. Oh, okay. Hmm. Uh, If I own a box copy of it though, why am I not just playing it? Well, maybe you bought the new stupid controller thing with the screen. (laughs) Oh yeah, good point. Uh, you're you're an absolute mark and you bought one of them. I was looking at the uh, the price of... Do you ever hear those backbone controllers? Yeah, 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 yeah. Right, so that's the thing you slap your phone onto. That's 100 yes. quid. That's disgusting. For a piece of plastic, you have to put your phone in there. And um, so much is Sony going to charge for that with a screen already in it? I'm telling you, I see 300. Oh. <laughs> no one's going to buy that. Not no for, one's gonna buy it, but not for that. Well, no one with their head on their shoulders. Um. Yeah. So the the uh, this PS or the premium thing, um, the the cloud being added, the premium thing, it fucking needs something because the premium tier is a joke. I have no idea mm. why anyone would want it. Um. I'm not sure if you saw the stuff that's been added to the two services for June. Um, yeah. But the extra, um, so that's the middle tier. The extra, they they have added 24 games. Mm. Um, you got Inscription, Far Cry 6, uh, TMNT, Shredder's Revenge, Rogue Legacy 2 will launch on there. Uh, Solstice, Tacoma, Deus Ex, Killmthor, Lonely Mountains, uh, on and on. Uh, the premium sub- uh, subscriptions here got three. Jesus Christ. Killzone Liberation. Fuck's sake. Okay. PSP, Worms on the PS1. 
Oh, Jesus. And Herc's Adventures on the PS1. I don't even know what that is. Some shitty knockoff game that came out around the time of Disney's Hercules, no doubt. I have to look at this. Well, there's a Sega Saturn version. Good God, what the hell is this? Oh, it's... Uh, it's awful. It's a LucasArts game. Oh, okay. Overhead action adventure format similar to Zombies Ate My Neighbors. No, oh, okay. Never heard of it. Same. But now it's on PlayStation 5 on your premium tier, so, you know, money well spent there. Yeah. Uh, the, the premium tier is uh, a bit underwhelming, so we should so mm. say. Um, they sort of, yeah, it needs all the help it can get. I don't know if uh, cloud gaming really changes my mind on it, but yeah. Uh, what else? You get this. Oh, they do trials, don't they? Aye. So basically, you have to pay us for a demo. But then they keep putting out demos anyway. Yeah. I know. Again, it, you're just not getting the money. It's not worth the money for it at all. Nah. Um, and they have said uh, they are fine with not putting their day one things mm. up there. Now that's something you could see, you know, being added to the uh, to the premium tier. Yeah, yeah, that to me should be something that's on premium. But if you're paying the big money, you should be getting the brand new games <laughs> on day release. Uh, so the, this is uh, from some guy, Nick McGuire, who is the head of subscriptions at PlayStation in an interview with GamesIndustry.biz. And I guess after, I'm guess i guessing it's the Starfield that triggered this mm. conversation. I must have been asked about it. Um, and I said, like, uh, we're happy with what we've got. Um and continue with this strategy moving forward. We're happy with our strategy. Putting games a bit later in the life cycle has meant that we can reach more customers 12, 18, 24 months after they have released. I wouldn't care if they would just like go and stop with the, ah, oh, we can reach more customers. No, you can't. It's like, ah, oh, because people are willing to pay 70 pound. Yeah, yeah, just, exactly. Just, just tell the truth. You'd respect them more if they told the truth, wouldn't you? Yeah, no, but anyway, <laughs> I just think they should. Um, yeah, I don't know why you asked this because they were pretty fucking steadfast on that before. I know it said like the people are willing to to buy those games um, mm. full price when they come out. So unless that changes, um, they will keep doing that. Yeah, yeah. As long as they're making the money, they will not stop. It's like Marvel and movies. They won't stop until they stop making money. Uh, and, like, Microsoft is behind, so they sort of have to do something. Mm. And haven't also haven't yeah. been putting fuck all out. Yeah. 
until Sony's on the fucking back foot again, they will just walk around with their fucking dicks out, waving <laughs> them in everybody's face. Um, and then the last bit of game news I picked out isn't even game news, uh, but uh, Dead Cells getting an animated show. Yeah, yeah, seen that, seen that. Um, I'm interested in that. I like Dead Cells. Yeah, I hope it's I hope it's the animation style in the, the game though. Uh yeah, this is the same studio that does their animated trailers. Sweet, I'm in. Um. One problem, though, is it uh, they are a French studio and it's exclusive to a French anime streaming service, uh, so it won't be coming out outside of France for a while. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, we know there's other means on the internet. Oh, yeah. You can do that as well. Because um, I wonder will they be talking or not? That's a good point. It dead sounds like... Yeah. Um, but I suppose, yeah. Uh, you have to have talking to tell a story. I don't or think do you. you? I, I don't think you do. So this is 10 seven-minute long episodes. Seven minutes? Yeah. Oh, uh, you don't need chatting then. No, I'd, I think you could easily do this without, without any kind of dialogue. Um, and just, like, really use... way really good use of music in that. Yep. And I think that would nah, that's, suit be it way better. Or if you do have talking, you can have it the way it's done in the game, where it's just like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I, I think that's a pretty common thing in French animation as well, is to not actually yeah. use a lot of dialogue. Um, that's the same studio that's doing that, uh, that Far Cry 3 Blood Dragon Captain Laserhawk. Hmm. Uh, so it it'll be well animated. Yeah, I'm definitely I definitely when I seen that I was definitely sort of all in for that because I do enjoy the, the anime. I don't know if you ever watched the, the animation of the trailers, like but when they done that uh, Castlevania one, it was just fucking class looking. Yeah, I uh, definitely enjoyed that. Um, no, it's, it's yeah, I will definitely watch this. On board for that. I, um. Right, let's get into wrestling then. Mm. So, I think we did, like, right, let's go through Dynamite now first, because yep. this was a good episode of Dynamite. A cracking episode of Dynamite. Right, we started with MJF versus Adam Cole, and uh, a match that had no right being on TV. No, <laughs> this was pay-per-view level quality match, I... Uh, the, like both guys selling injuries. Yep. Um, we had MJF with his knee, Cole with his uh, shoulder. Um, yep. A lot of back and forth. Big. There's big uh, elbow drop to the outside through the table spot. That's right. That. Um, the 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 whole. Obviously, the the big part in this match for me was um, MJF threw the title at Adam Cole, gave him the finger, dropped himself to the mat because the ref had been knocked out. Mm -hmm. He thought the ref was getting to his feet, 
But he didn't. He, he, the ref went to get up and sort of fell over again. So now Adam Cole's sitting with a title, just smiling at MJF. And I thought, well, he's a good guy. Nope. He won't do it. Nope. nope. He fucking cracked him. <laughs> this ain't Jungle Boy. No, true, true. Adam Cole Adam is... fucking Cole. He is not a white meat baby face. Adam Cole will, <laughs> no. do, will do dodgy shit. The crowd were losing it though when he was fucking sitting there smiling and then uh, the one thing I absolutely adore about MJF though is his evil smile when he got that dynamite diamond ring on his hand and he's just sitting smiling at it he's like a fucking cartoon character <laughs> with a smile that evil and now Bryce catches him <laughs> and the crowd goes mad again but fucking just that the crowd were on fire the match was on fire commentators were going absolutely ballistic it was Absolutely incredible match. As you say, had no right to be as good as it did. But the finish, oh, I, w- I thought something had gone wrong. Did you not pick up on uh, Justin Roberts? Oh, I heard him say it once. And I thought, right, well, 10 minutes have gone by. And then I didn't hear him again. So when the bell went at the end, I was all, oh, shit, what's going on? And then I was like, oh, fuck time limit but i thought jesus that was a long 20 minutes then i realized it wasn't it was half hour they give him a half hour time limit that's i should have realized something big was happening um yeah we get the coal uh dropping the or lowering the boom um and getting Mm. the cover and the time expires at the count of two um do you reckon that was legit did they time that out or did they just (laughs) fucking fake it i said they must have funny it went I looked at the thing, I was all, fuck out of it. Well, they, they probably weren't exactly on it, but uh, they were they were damn close to it. Like, But uh, I loved Adam Cole just going, right, come on, five more minutes, mm. and MJF just, nah, I'm out of here. <laughs> yeah. Um, Great way to keep the rivalry going, though. Brilliant. Yeah, definitely. Um, when do we get the actual title match? You know MJF, he's good at dragging out his competitors' fucking stuff, so um, it could be uh, all out. Could be all in. It could be all in, which would be fucking bonkers. All in's first. All in is first, eh? Fuck, do you think they would change the title at all in? That would be... It's not a pay-per-view, though, is it? No, I don't know what it is. It's a giant special episode, or it is technically a independent wrestling show that is basically hosted by AEW. Uh, no, I, I, no one's exactly sure what it is yet. I think they they should have some title change out to, you know, just so it's not treated like a really big house show. Yeah, can you imagine if a title changed hands, like if an important title changed hands in the middle of Wembley and 80,000 people losing their marbles? That would be a pop like no other, hey? Oh, it's, uh, it's the, the atmosphere is going to be amazing. Um, yeah, the, it, it could end up just being uh, him getting a shot somewhere on on a dynamite or, or something as well. Um mm. Uh, but yeah, that's the this definitely not over. You, you get an hour to no. go at it. Um, there's a whole thing with Sammy and Jericho. 
back together mm. again where you get Sammy coming out for an interview and uh, Darby comes out and Darby's still doing his, ah, you don't need Jericho. Then Jericho comes out um, and they're all a bit... Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, <laughs> there's a, a bit of friction there uh, and then we get Sting um, and we get Sting and Jericho having a stare down in the ring did this mean anything to you? a wee bit it's the first time they've ever faced each other in the ring first time it's that's bit, mad do you think like, it is, it's like how, how has that happened? Um, like but, they were in WCW together and they were well no, I suppose Jericho but, wasn't in WWE when Sting was around, was he? Mm, yeah, I'm not sure if he was there was or he, not. Because he, he was all very in and out sort of at that time. Uh, um but if you consider how Jericho was treated or seen in WCW, there was no chance in hell he was getting uh, anywhere near Sting. <laughs> true, true. Um and then Sting I think Jericho almost went to Impact at one point, you know? Ah, he was saying in an interview he was very close. And it was um, it was Sting and uh, Thing were talking. I'm trying to talk him. Ah, Sting and Nick Aldis were trying to talk him over. Yeah. Apparently Jericho knows Nick Aldis really well. Yeah. Which is odd. But I, it was them two were like, oh, I'm on over. You, you only work so many days a week, and then you're off for a while. You can do any shows you want. Because obviously Jericho was uh, trying to kick off Fozzie and all, and obviously he'd been able to tour a bit easier and shit like that. If he was only needed maybe one or two days a month. Mm. But in the end, I think old Vinnie Mac just gave him a massive paycheck and says, take that instead. It's hard to turn down lots and lots of money. That is Unless true. you're the box. <laughs> Uh, well, Jericho is getting uh, is saying to Sammy that they want to reunite Lay Six Gods, uh, the, the tag <laughs> team. Um, that was before uh, Sting came out, I guess. Uh, but we'll, I guess we're gonna have. They probably... do the pose, sorry, in the game. If you pick them as a tag team, <laughs> of course. Sold. I'm guessing we're going to have Jericho and Guevara versus Sting and Darby. Uh, yep. But Guevara has to turn on Sting at some or not Sting, Jericho at some point. Jericho. Uh, he's, he is slowly but surely getting there, you know. It's it's still very mixed. 60-40 now at least, though. Mm. It, they're, they're, it's slightly more than it used to be. A per fucking win. <laughs> Yeah, that poor way. Not even born. <laughs> just being. <laughs> Can I have go away heat the day it's born? <laughs> oh, it's just that Sammy's using them to get over. Oh, there's that as well. <laughs> that's a very Sammy thing, though. Um, that then leads to. Uh, we're led into the, the match with uh, Orange Cassidy, Darby, and Sting. Uh, and Keith Lee. Sorry, uh, mm. v- versus Mogul Embassy, the eight man. Uh, I just do as the trios. I can't count. I, I right. So Brian's Brian Cage's gear looked cool. Yeah, he's he's a massive Sting fan. Yeah. So he he was in full full surfer Sting gear. Yep. Uh, <laughs> I bet the Sting looked at him and went, "Fuck! I wish I looked like that when I was <laughs> surfer Sting." <laughs> I think it it really suited him. 
it, uh, it it was almost like a mix between a road warrior and surfer stink. Yeah. That's because of his build. He looked like a fucking road warrior. He pulled it off a lot better than Punk did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's like Sting. You know, Cage was marking out though. He was also beating up one of the the Gates of Agony guys, and it was like. Uh, there was a point I actually was like, "Oh dear." He was meant to get Irish whipped into the corner, and uh, he just he didn't couldn't make, make the run. <laughs> nope. <laughs> he had to hit the ropes and sort of roll into the corner. I was like, come on. You've got to realize that your time's near up here. But he, he has said once this contract's up, he's done, hasn't he? Yes. Uh, when is I mean, that? No, nobody knows when this is. Um, it, it's kind of the point where it's like, you, you know he's gonna win every time. Hey, like uh, Cage is the like, Sting fan, you know, the, all these yeah. boys Sting fans. But it's like it's kind of frustrating to watch for someone who yeah, doesn't yeah. have any. For us, uh, for us, uh, like I'm, I'm even a Sting fan, and even I'm sort of going, Cage should be eating Sting at this point. Like I know people go, oh, he's Sting and he's all his hair. It's like yes, but we still live in the real world, and he's sixty five. So, come on. But <laughs> what are we doing? The thing is, like, we see the Gates of Agony guys just destroy people, and then uh, here's Sting now, and they're like, take it easy. Oh, I have to slow down. And, yeah. And it's like, yep. yeah. Yep. I, I'm not suggesting they fucking eat. murder Sting. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, it's like, is it a good idea to be putting them up against, like, absolute killers like that? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, more than Jake Hager. <laughs> mm. This did set up a uh, a match for Collision uh, to get Lu- mm. Luchasaurus a uh, shot at the TNT title. Uh, more on that in a bit. Um, so we got a few Forbidden Door matches set up here. Mm. Um, so we had Tanahashi who challenged MJF for the AEW championship and we see MJF being like, what? Nope. Nah, <laughs> I'm good. Why would I do, do you that? Know, do you know all I can hear though when I see Tanahashi is just Jay White called him fat. <laughs> <laughs> I just laugh now when I see Tanahashi. Oh dear, sorry. Um... I did like uh, uh, Jay White on Collision um, with uh, wait, you know Kevin Kelly was uh, commentating. Yep. Um, <laughs> uh, nice to see you again, Jay. Because he would always give him shit on on commentary. In Japan. <laughs> it's good to just have that again. Um, Sonata put out an open challenge for the IWGP Heavyweight Championship, which Jungle Boy accepted. I, I'm telling you, there's something funny going on with Jungle Boy. Uh, what, because he's going to turn heel or what? By the end of this year, he will be a heel and he will have the FTW title. Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Yeah, it keeps going on on about gold and titles, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. Maybe he'll keep losing all all the title matches and then like, just take hooks instead. Yep. Um, 
Yeah, because he's he, there's no way he's winning the WGP. No, <laughs> no chance. That would be a, fuck me. Imagine that shit. Um, and we also got the Orange Cassidy's next challenger uh, for. <laughs> All right, orange bollocks. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking died. Uh, Zack Sabre Jr. comes in and uh, accepts his, his open challenge for the uh, international title. Um, and then we get a third man throwing his hat then. What? Danny Garcia. Oh, that's right. Uh, is that the same mm. match, though? I think it's a three-way. Yeah, I think that's or could go that way because I know obviously this week on Dynamite we have Cassidy and Shibata, Shibata fuck, against uh, Saber Junior and Daniel Garcia. So I guess Saber Saber Junior and Garcia are just gonna get murdered by Shibata because that's all he fucking does is kill people. It's absolutely insane that when you stop yes. and think that Orange Cassidy is in a match with all those guys. Yep. It's even more insane that Shibata's able to do a match. Oh, yeah, yeah. After wow. what you were telling me about him. That's fucking bonkers. Um, it's just like how serious, like, Saber and Garcia. I know. And, then it's here, and, and Shibata, and then here's Orange yep. Cassidy. Fucking top guy, he swears. Oh, no doubt. I loved uh, the press conference after Double or Nothing and one of the interviewers asked him, do you think you're one of the best wrestlers in the world? And he just went, nope, not by a long shot. <laughs> Humble too. Casual as you like. Some guys could learn a thing or two from him. Sky Blue challenge for the uh, women's title. This this was pretty pretty good. Um, not yeah, was... sure why it wasn't done on Collision for the, the do the title match on Collision. Oh yeah, that would have been yeah, that would have been a pretty cool idea actually. Hometown and all that. Yeah, but uh, yeah, so it, like we get the surprise win uh, for Sky Blue in that uh, Eliminator match, the the four way to decide who's who's the. Number one contender, so she gets her shot this week. I just thought this this needed more time to tell the story that they were trying to tell. Yeah. You know, because it, it was Definitely. very much Storm in control the whole time. Um, Blues being the, the underdog. Um, just just could have built up to the, uh, you know, the comeback a bit more. Mm. To make it mean more. They didn't have a lot of time. That, that was shocking. And like I said, I was actually sort of going, Jesus, this is actually going very, very well. Uh, but like I said, it definitely need a bit more time. Uh, and then after we had the inevitable beatdown and the mm-hmm. save by Willow Nightingale. I wonder where, where Soraya is. Uh, I'm not sure. Is she in England or something? I have no idea. She wasn't there that night, and she wasn't there at Collision. Mm. Um, but yeah, uh, grab match could definitely could have used more time. Um, then we we get the the main event, uh, the elite, uh, well, the Bucks and Hangman, the Hung Bucks. 
I guess. Uh, versus Claudio, Yuda, and uh, Moxley. The graphic as the books were coming out was unbelievable. Uh, once by once went by a name that was sexually uh, was it sexually suggestive and anatomically correct. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't even notice that. I laughed my arse off. I always, see when I only, I don't bother with anyone else, but see when Hangman's in a match, I'll always read his wee graphic. Mm. Uh. So, yeah, I was under the, well, I wasn't really under the pressure, but I was thinking, uh, that could this be where Kenny comes back with whatever he was at in Japan? But no, because mm. um, we've got Forbidden Door to go uh, mm. and uh, need to get that out of the way. Uh, th- this match was fucking crazy. It was. It was fucking brilliant. It was very, very good. Uh like the match itself, very good. Um, but then it was like the post match was where the real fucking action was. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, Bucks actually win this one. Uh, yep. Danielson did not look happy. Nope. Um, and then, uh, like, so after the match, we get the, you know, it's Blackpool Combat Club. So there's a whole fucking beatdown afterwards. Um, then we get fucking Eddie Kingston coming out. Eddie fucking Kingston. I did. I, I was like, yes! I, was like, I actually did get excited on me so far. Yeah. I was like, thank fuck! So he he goes straight for Claudio, which is... Yep. Makes sense. Um, yep. And, uh, and then the Bucks get the better of Moxley, but then... Mm. Uh, well, him, him and Kingston and Moxley face-to-face, uh, and then the Bucks come and attack Moxley, which... Uh, Kingston then stops him because he's friends with Moxley, but he hates Claudio. Um, (laughs) And then we get uh, Kanosuke Takeshita comes running out and helps, starts beating up Kingston. Um, No, hang on. It doesn't just, I'm sorry, it doesn't beat up Kingston. He fucking empties Eddie so he does. (laughs) (laughs) He fucking empties him. The fucking shot to the back of Eddie's neck was unreal. So I hope you had a nice uh, hernia surgery. Welcome back. <laughs> Welcome back. And then he empties Eddie, and I think pretty sure he empties the box as well. And you're like, fuck me, this kid is amazing. He doesn't hold back at all. And then, of course, we get the inevitable uh, Omega coming down. Mm. Like you see um, how like uh, it's like, oh here comes Kenny Omega does he have backup is it and, well no he does but we get a different surprise. Hmm. We do indeed. Fucking uh, Will Osprey out of the crowd. <laughs> uh, takes out Omega. Uh, of course we got the the rematch of Forbidden Door, which is probably going to be yep. the match of the night. Yeah, that's Osprey Omega too. Well. It's gonna be amazing. Um, man, everyone's after the elite. Yeah, everyone. <laughs> All sorts. Um, yeah, the, the we still got a probably still looking for a, a few more announcements for Forbidden Door, which is this weekend. 
I'll do a few announcements this week. I'll probably do one or two on Dynamite and one or two on Collision, so you tune in. You mind Collision was literally the night before. Mm. That's true, actually. Um, yeah, so that was all... Uh, that, that was Dynamite. Rampage... Well, nothing ever happens on Rampage. It actually had some good matches. Um, it had two cracking matches. Yeah. Like United Empire versus Chaos. So it Will Ospreay, Jeff Cobb. Was that a nice surprise for you? Oh, that was amazing. <laughs> and Ken Ledger versus Rocky Romero, Chuck Taylor, and Trent Barreto. Me and Jeff Cobb look like an absolute beast in this one. Doing the, uh, du- bit, the no. double, double fucking German suplex thing. When they were hugging? Yeah. <laughs> Just lifts Trent and Chuck and goes, nah. <laughs> Not that shit. <laughs> and then there was the point, uh, he did something with Rocky as well, and I was like, holy fuck, that was insane. Obviously, Rocky's a lot smaller, easier mm. to work with, but he did something absolutely bonkers with him. I'm trying to remember what it was. But I just remember going, they're just making Cobb look like an absolute monster. Huh? But there he is, he's, he's the fucking, he's the, I guess he's the heater of the team. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, that that was really good. Uh, <coughs> really good, good surprise, like you say. Um, yeah, I guess the other great match was um, Takeshita versus Bandito. Uh, oh, what a match! These two boys just beating the fuck at each other. Um, or like <laughs> Bandito hurt his wrist in this. Unfortunately. Oh. Do you know what I thought was brilliant at one stage? Just just wee silly things like this, I think, are amazing. The two of them are standing in the ring, nose to nose, and Takeshita is shouting in Japanese, and Bandito is shouting back in Spanish, yeah. and then they just proceed to beat the piss out of each other, <laughs> and you're like, this is awesome. Two boys, completely different languages, but they just beat the shit out of each uh, other. They've just done such a good job with Takeshita. Yeah. And like he's purely got over on in-ring talent alone, and they just gave him yeah. the opponents and made him... Uh, you know, like wasn't winning, but uh, but it was, you know, mm. close. Everyone wanted to work with. Him. Yeah, uh, and it's just worked so well, uh, and he's really over. Um, everyone wants to. I kill love him. it when he shouts in Japanese at a crowd, though. <laughs> and they boo him. They don't know what he's saying. <laughs> he can be wishing them all a lovely day, and they're booing him. And having him with Don Callis just brilliant because everyone wants oh. to kill Don Callis. Um, Fucking nuclear heat there. Uh, I liked that uh, Don Callis actually showed up to Mark Henry's bit <laughs> yep. <laughs> to yep. actually talk. Yep. Instead of being, there's been enough talk, was it like no one said anything? You showed, showed, yeah. showed a pre-tip. They've been doing pre-tip stuff for the last while, but uh, uh, you, yeah. you always go, you can always, you can never go wrong, sorry, with Don Callis. Um. <sighs> Any point in even mentioning that other <laughs> that other thing? I mean, mm-hmm. uh, the Briscoe Aubrey Edwards. Jeff, oh fuck! Jeff. I will not lie. I kind of fast forwarded through most of this match. Right. I was like, "What am I watching?" This is, as you said, you put it perfectly last week. This is some fucking early two thousands WCW bullshit. Yeah, it was pretty pish. To be honest. Yeah, I assumed uh, it was. I was like, the moment you, I don't, I don't like but when you take non, like, fucking Mark Briscoe had two non wrestlers in his team, and you're like, what are we doing? Uh, 
Uh, might surprise you to find out that Papa Briscoe cannot go. <laughs> oh, shit, fuck. <laughs> I'm shocked to hear that. But uh, it is what it is. That it's that it's like uh, Aubrey finishes it with a actually pretty decent looking figure four. She didn't do right? anything else of note. Um, they rolled about on the mat and tried to rip each other's hair out. Um, oh, okay. But yeah, um, that's that. Mm. Don't know if we needed it, but there it was. Uh, oh yeah, and Taya wants to fight. Uh, the Statlander. Oh, yeah, we, well, we knew that already. Um, yeah. She's doing the whole, uh, you jumped in front of me, even though, like, we know that makes no sense, but it's heel logic. Mm. Yep. Heel tie is awesome, though, so hopefully this puts her down mm. a heel path. I, I think it's already better <laughs> than, yeah. than the stuff with Jade. Uh, yeah, so Collision, then. New show. Mm. CM Punk's back. Starts with a promo. So apparently, he has an NDA that he can't talk about. You know what specifically? There is NDAs in place, right? So that's why he will not actually mention anything in particular. But he found his wee ways of getting around it. Yeah. Right. So here, here's my thing with this opening promo. Mm. If this is going somewhere. Mm-hmm. Like, is an actual angle that we're working as part of the show. CM Punk's going to be a heel. Um, and the, the, or that, that's what his gimmick's going to be, is I believe I am fucking wrestling. I'm the star. And I'm owed this. Because that's how he came across in that promo. Came across yeah, 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 yeah. very entitled, uh, very uh, very petty. As you said, he made that wee comment Um what was it? Uh, it's it was a counterfeit box. Yes. So he was he was referring to he name dropped David uh, Zaslov, who is a Warner Warner Discovery exec, calling him one Bill Phil. I'm not really sure what that mm-hmm. means uh, because he's I the, didn't know what that meant because he's the one true article in a business full of counterfeit books, um, mm. which uh, okay. Um, now, if that's if that's in in service of something of building something, then fair I enough. I think it might be because I, the I books hope immediately changed their profile to counterfeit books T-shirt coming soon. PWTs, no pro wrestling teams. They should. They should. You you know what they're like though. Anyone yeah. tries to throw something at them and they will yeah. turn it into gold. Ask Jim Cornette how this usually works. Yeah, because <laughs> you're making them money. Is what you're yes. doing. <laughs> it's, they are the worst people to try and have a go at because they'll just turn it into money for them. Yeah. Not for you, for them. Um, so he, he said a lot of stuff about I am truth and I have been uncompromising. That's why you either like me or hate me. Um, uh, what was this catchphrase he kept saying? Uh, Tell me when I'm telling lies. Tell me when I'm telling lies. There he, we go. He did that with MGF as well, wasn't it? Is that what he did it with? All right. Um, but yeah, that does call back to past promos, which then mm-hmm. also lends to the "this is our work" part of it. And he did say, yeah. now he came out with uh, with his with his 
the bag with his AEW title inside and say, saying he never lost it. Um, mm. And uh, he says, I, I won this and it's not because I was in the best dog collar match, it's because I won the best dog collar match again. Mm. Kayfabe. Mm. In character. Um, and then... Yeah, it goes on about just just re- real fucking egocentric stuff. Yeah, yeah. I well, that's so what bad. I was. I was watching this going, right, if he was anywhere else, he probably would be being booed. Yes. Because this is real heel shit. Yes. But he's in Chicago. Yeah. So obviously they're going to love him. No. Uh, there, there, it, wasn't, it, it wasn't exactly, I won't say the crowd was 100% behind him. Not a hundred percent, but the, I I think but, the, I think the people that weren't were probably a bit scared because I probably would have been. To mm. <laughs> the point where they're all someone chatting to someone, fuck your sign. Yeah. Uh, uh, CM Junk was the sign. Oh uh, right, yeah, yeah. yeah. CM Junk. Uh, Pepsi Phil, that's what um, Dan calls him. It is, I. I don't know if he copped on to that or not, though. Um, so overall, the, the, this it felt weird because of the just the uncertainty. Is is this is everything going to be okay here, uh, or have you just got your own show? Um, that's going to be the CM Punk show, and uh, I don't particularly mm. want to watch that. And you are acting like all those old guys that went to WCW uh, back in the day and had, you know. Personally, I don't think so. I hope you're right. Uh, I generally, I hope you're right. I think Tony has, like, if. If that was if that was the case, I don't think Tony would bother bringing him back. Yeah, if Tony brought him back, let him go out and just go off on one, and all that was real. Uh, then Tony's a fucking idiot. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, I did, like I hope this is all all working stuff. Um, as well, if that turns out that's him actually airing Vince live on air, it's like when the Elite came back, they didn't do that. They didn't fucking mention CM Punk. They just started doing new stuff. They went and done a best of seven series, which was fucking amazing, and focused on the trio's titles. They didn't come back and say, mm. we never lost these. No, they used it to do stuff. Um, they didn't complain about punk or anything. Like, uh, uh, nope. They haven't mentioned him since. Um, nope. So, so yeah, like, like, the worst of this is, is like, you could, like, this could be built into something amazing. Um That'll probably never happen because, like, what's the likeness, uh, likelihood of those guys ever wanting to work together? Mm. I, I would love I can't. a CM Punk Kenny Omega match. Yeah, like as as we'll discuss later on. You know, he's still grand in the ring. Yeah, they didn't they didn't do too much in this, but um, but but yeah, they. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll get to that later, that's the, the main event. Mm-hmm. Before that, uh, we got a wee surprise. 
I'll say a wee surprise. So we mentioned earlier Luchasaurus getting another shot at the TNT title. Um, mm. um, <laughs> he fucking wins. He fucking wins. <laughs> he fucking wins. I'm in two minds of this because on one hand, you're like really happy for Luchasaurus. Good man. Yep. T- title run for Luchasaurus. Well deserved. Uh, on the other hand, it's like, oh God, Wardlow, not again. <laughs> I know. Is Wardlow going to want his title back? You know what I think they should... Wardlow should do his thing where he gets he wants his title back again and Luchasaurus empties him again and then you do like, a, I don't know, a, a build Wardlow story or something. Oh I don't God. know. but no. I, I I think you write Wardlow out for two, three months. Yeah. And he comes back you gotta do- and just doesn't... Just don't bother with the TNT title. Does something else. Yeah, yeah. He needs to do something else. But... Um, he, he can, he'll maybe have a bitch and a whinge and a moan, but at the end of the day, he's he can't just come back and take that title of Luchasaurus again, that, or Luchasaurus because that that you are just literally the hot potato title. Yeah, this was a decent match too. Just two big big boys it was. slapping each other, um, mm. which always works. Uh, we get the uh, Christian. <laughs> I, I, how do you feel about Christian helping? Like he he hits Wardle with a camera. Um, yeah. Uh, because of what happened after the match, I am totally on board with it. Oh, you're right. Yeah, so he takes the title, gets on his shoulders, and yeah. he's doing the whole thing he did with Age. <laughs> Christian's running around with the title. Yeah. He's all, yeah, I guarantee when we see him on Wednesday or, or Saturday, whatever, he'll be the one holding the title and all. You're 100% right. He will. So I'm, I'm fine with the the fact that he he was just determined to get his hands on that title. So, yeah. I did love the way the, the match finished, though. It was the, obviously the camera to the face, and then Luchasaurus just a dirty, massive clothesline to the back mm. of the head. Uh, who's going to save Luchasaurus from this bastard? <laughs> uh, it, I think it'll turn, and it's going to be shit. Somebody needs to save Christian because Luchasaurus is out of control now. But he, he didn't even blink at the Christian taking the title. He was just fine with it, put him on his shoulders. No, not, not yet. Not yet. <laughs> Monsters always take time. Just just remember Dr. Frankenstein. <laughs> they always turn eventually. Uh, Hobbs was... Uh, we thought, we thought Hobbs was supposed to be doing something on this. <laughs> nope. Change plans. Um, he's, he's in the Owen Hart tournament. Oh, yeah, that's right. Announced that. Um... In a fantastic match next, uh, Andrade El Idolo returning yep. uh, against Buddy Matthews. Jesus Christ, this was good. It was unbelievable. Um, d- despite all the like, backstage bullshit and, yep. and that, and then you, you just see this guy in the ring, uh, Andrade, and it's just like, uh, I always forgive him. <laughs> I don't know. Well, <laughs> yeah, I, I know how you forgive him for anything because he had a fight with Sammy, and I can probably see where you're probably coming from because... Who hasn't uh, who hasn't had a fight with Sammy? Um, is that what it all was about, Sammy? Yeah. Oh, wee, I thought there was more to it. They had a wee backstage scuffle, and that's the. Oh, la- I thought and it was just, a whole. Oh fuck! A whole what? Oh, I heard there was a whole fucking. He was unhappy with his booking, yada yada yada, and complaining and wanted released and all. There might have been a bit of that as well. Um... I don't know, but, but I don't remember being booked particularly badly. No, 
Here's the thing, it was very much a face here. Is he still in LFI? I assume so. Uh, none of them guys were there. But uh, you're probably right because of what happened. Um, yes. So, so he had this this amazing match. He, he wins, he's returning. Uh, just Buddy Matthews is so fucking good as well. He's amazing. Or what, Although Dasha called him Buddy Murphy. Buddy Murphy. <laughs> she called him Buddy Murphy. Um, so Andrade tries to like keep it up the heat stuff. He tries to do the uh, shake of the hand, but he pushes him away. And you know what's happening next? <laughs> Lights out. He gets, he gets fucking oh. emptied by Brody. I forgot to point out that during the match is, is both guys did the submission finishers of their significant others. <laughs> yes. Matthew yes. said the reverse sharpshooter and Andrade did the figure eight. Yep. Cracker. Um, yeah, uh, Brody King. Crowd lost their mind for that as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, Brody King, uh, you know, as you say, empties Andrade. Um, got Malachi there as well. Uh, we could have LFI versus... House of Black. House of Black. That'd be cool. Um, Does LFI have an answer for Brody King? Because that's always the problem I've noticed. It's it's the, it's always the thing that the uh, the commentators will mention. You need an answer for Brody King. Mm. Roosh. <laughs> He's too dangerous to be on TV. Oh, that's why he wasn't there. That's, <laughs> that's right. He's too, too dangerous. <laughs> it's Preston Vance, I suppose. He's not an answer. Mm. I don't know. He's not big enough. No. <laughs> no. <clears throat> uh, Scorpio Sky video package. Yeah. I was actually excited to see this. I was like, yay, Scorpio's mm. back. He's probably going to come back and go, hey, where the fuck's SCU? <laughs> and then we get uh, another return. Miro. Yes. Who? Did uh, a bit of murdering. This was uh, to, against Tony Nese. Uh, Nese got more offense than I thought. I thought he was getting absolutely fucking destroyed. Mm. Um, so uh, what, why is Miro not been on TV? So I think he was filming something. But then, ah, but right. then they didn't bring him back because there was nothing for him. All right. Um so, yeah, that, that's good to have him back. I think the TNT title needs to go back on that man. At some point. He did have the best run with it. Yes, he did. Um, <laughs> you, you were challenged. <laughs> uh, Sky Blue Bull Nightingale uh, take on the Outcasts. The redemption for the, the bullshit in the title match. Um... Hometown, get the win. I guess yep. that's that's why they didn't have a, the title match in her hometown because there was no way in hell she was winning. <laughs> this was the match where I turned out says, I, I didn't know a lot about Nigel McGuinness, but by the end of this match, I was like, this guy's fucking brilliant. He is. He's very, very good. Ring of Honor. Old Nigel school heel commentator. He is. A, he is the... Clayman Sky Blues man all. <laughs> He's the uh, he's a regular commentator for Ring of Honor. Oh, very good. Ah, oh, speaking of commentators, sorry, we need to go back very, very quickly and mention something. It mm -hmm. was actually during Sky Blue's Dynamite match. This was ad break commentary 
Do you remember the absolutely amazing line Excalibur came out with? Uh, no. Right, so Tony Giovanni was asking, Taz, did you ever have any fam family members at ringside when you were wrestling? And he was all, no, my family hated me wrestling. And he's all, what about it, you, Excalibur? He's all, yeah, my dad came to see me wrestle once and Brian Danielson beat the brakes <laughs> off me. <laughs> <laughs> what a fucking line. <laughs> nice. Um, Sorry. Oh, I forgot that there's a thing that that Nigel McGuinness calls Daniel Bryan, or Bryan Danielson. Um, oh, yeah. I forgot what it was. It, it, was, on, it was on a Ring of Honor show. Um, he kept referring him to, as... Oh, what was it? Oh, I, fuck. <laughs> I can't remember what I it do was. remember this. But then, uh, it, I mean, uh, Ian Riccoboni and them, uh, the, the, uh, what do you call him? Uh, Caprice Coleman kept going oh, how about you fight him then and they're like hey <laughs> but but it's like he he Nigel McGinnis is another guy that retired really really early and hasn't wrestled in uh, years uh very similar to Danielson so I mean he's not that old well Danielson was talking about this at the press conference remember mm. and his, his line was fantastic he's all I think uh, Nigel McGinnis needs to shut the fuck up <laughs> If they did it, they'd have to do it at a Ring of Honor pay-per-view. That's Yeah, definitely, definitely. People will go fucking nuts for that. Yep. Um, we're about at another Ring of Honor sort of reunion here. Um, Ricky Starks is going in the one tournament just to clear up his last few things. Jeff Jarrett challenges Mark Briscoe to a concession stand brawl, which is some <laughs> old southern wrestling thing. Some carny bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> 48 years to the day of his family promoting him to Bello concession stand brawl. Like, he has to be doing this though as a piss take. He can't believe uh, this is a serious thing. It has to be. Like Jeff, at this stage in his career, I think he's just taking the piss he's out just, of himself. He's just he's taking the piss out of fans as well. He's trolling. Oh, yeah, yeah, he's yeah, trolling away. Yeah. He has to be. Yep. Um... And they acclaimed had a, a pretty fucking pointless <laughs> segment. Yeah, weird promo. Yeah. Tony Schiavone got the scissor. He was happy. Yeah, uh, yeah so main event. Um, CM Punk FTR versus Jay White, Juice Robson, Samoa Joe. Uh, it was a good match. Mm. Uh, I did love it when Joe and Punk got in the ring, though. People are and fucking nuts for this. When Punk first hit Joe, Joe was like, no, nah, come on, you know how to do this, and just fucking leathered him back. Joe beat the fucking shit out of him. <laughs> he did. I love Joe so much. <laughs> Joe done a lot more than I expected in this match as well, because we know that Joe's obviously a bit older, he's a heavier bloke, and uh, he maybe just doesn't have the, the same tank of gas he used to have. Mm -hmm. But fuck, he went for it in this one. Yeah, it was pretty long. This this match half hour yeah, um, but yeah, it was it was good first match. I I, I would have liked just to like if Bullet Club had a one, it wouldn't that instantly they're yeah established. It didn't happen. You, we still got to see 
you get to see fucking Jay White just being Jay White though, which is yeah, which is great. Just he is so he's one of the best heels around. Like I know MJ, MJF is is yeah probably yeah. the best one in the company, but like Jay White's just got this. It's different. Yeah, he, he rags the ref. That's why I like about Jay White. It's, he's so <laughs> he rags the ref. He's so antagonistic, and not just the ref to everyone, to commentary. Yep. Uh, he's <laughs> just a fucking dick. Um, where, where, <laughs> like to everyone, whereas MJF has more crowd interaction. That's his thing. Yeah, but yep. like Jay White, you just watch him be an asshole to everyone around the ring and, and involved <laughs> in the match, um, and just what like. It's like you said, the, the Tanahashi thing is like getting at him, getting older. It's like, and obviously, fucking, you know, Jay White looks like he's sculpted out of fucking marble and him taking his shirt off yep. and calling him fat. <laughs> <laughs> that makes me laugh. It's very, uh, Scott Steiner. <laughs> yeah, I. Uh... <laughs> Except Scott Steiner would get angry about it. Yeah, that's true, like, true. Fat! <laughs> <laughs> I, I saw that I was watching like a review of that first his first impact he shows up he's in the ring with the it's the main event mafia or whatever yep yep he's like I think he's talking about Joe he's getting visibly upset and Kurt Angle has to calm him down like, and his whole thing is just Joe's fat and that upsets him so much <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's God Steiner, right? Mm. Fuck. But uh, all in all, what did you think of this collision then? I think it was great. Debut. Grand. It was a grand show. Uh, it's, I don't think it's at the level of Dynamite. Oh, no, no, no. But it's the, the first one. Um... I, the one thing I will say, they're not just using the exact same set again, which is cool. At least it has its own feel yeah commentary table beside the ring um yeah Ke- is that the actual lineup then kevin kelly and um Nigel Nigel McGuinness? McGuinness? i hope so i, I really do mm. hope so uh i think it needs its own commentary team um uh, jr was obviously there for the main event yes horses fuck for some reason you, he had a really bad fall did you see his eye no but i heard somebody say about it uh I think it was Kevin Kelly was sort of trying to make light and sort of went, oh, how's the other guy look or something? Yeah. Um, he had a bad fall and then went ahead and did it anyway. Uh, after the show, he apologized and said, look, I'm just going to go step away and heal for a while. Mm. Um, so, yeah, he, he did sound pretty rough. Uh, I'm guessing that's what the, the it was supposed to be, a three-man team. Yeah. Is my guess. Um, I wonder if they'll add someone in to replace JR if he's not going to be there next week or this week. Mm. Well, them two were doing all right by themselves <laughs> during the finish. The- Ke- Kevin Kelly, I would probably say, would be my second favorite play-by-play guy mm. behind Excalibur. Um, he's brilliant. He he commented. Ring of Honor commentates, still commentates New Japan. Um, very, very different commentator from Excalibur. Um, yeah, yeah. But I, I like having them at the ringside because, again, 
It's just the, the Jay White bit. Stuff like that. Yeah. So Kevin, yeah. Kevin Kelly will interact with the wrestlers. <laughs> and, That's, uh, that had to have been why they did that, though. Could be just, uh, just to do something to to make it different from dynamite because that's so important to do is that you can't just do yeah, another true. dynamite or is like what's true. the fucking point um the uh, matches were great it's AEW. what else do you expect mm-hmm. i love elton john saturday night is all right for fighting that's gonna take some getting used to as an opener for a wrestling show <laughs> I heard it and I was all, what the fuck? Because I'm so used to, you know, Dynamite and Rampage having the sort of the hard rock uh, Mickey Ruckus type music. Yeah. And then I was literally going, is this what I think it is? And it was, it was. But then obviously it's on Saturday nights and they did quote it about five times. (laughs) Yep. I mean, uh, I love that song. It's a great song. But uh, you know what? You'll get used to it. You'll get used to it. Yeah, true, true. Uh, the opener as well is like, does Punk need to be in it that much? <laughs> I mean, no sign of the elite. No elite. They'll never be on this. No. Unless they make an angle out of it. Yep. But then, do you bring the elite to Collision <laughs> or do you bring Punk to Dynamite? Do both. And then you could do like a True. Collision versus Dynamite. <laughs> Fucking uh, thing. I fuck. don't know. Um. Yeah, it was it was fine. It's gonna be interesting this week to see the reception punk gets because I don't think it's gonna mm. be like like well Saturday. They're in Canada, aren't they? Yes, that's Kenny country. It is Kenny country. <laughs> now I think most of the heat with punk fans is with the Bucks rather than Kenny because they did uh, they did do a rundown of Forbidden Door. And they did. They Ken- did. Kenny's match popped up. Got a pop. Didn't boo. Nope. True. Because, you know, let me tell you, like, see if a, um, a graphic for Kenny Omega versus Will Ospreay pops up on a screen and you boot, you're not a fucking you're wrestling fan and should fuck yes. way off. <laughs> you smarky cunt. <laughs> it's like you have no clue what you're talking about. Nope. No. Um, yeah. Uh, I, I, ho- I, I just truly hope that that, that wasn't a legitimate rant at the start of the show and is actually leading to something. I really do hope so as well. We can, the, like I say, we'll guess we'll find out. The, the biggest uh, fear of mine is is the Bucks, Kenny, Hangman going, right, fuck this. We're out of here. Aye. Um, And I don't know if I would keep watching AEW without those guys in it. See, true. I'm, I'm the exact same. You'd be taking the elite out of all elite wrestling. Yeah. See that t-shirt they have where it's like the, what, heart, soul, spirit? That's yep. true. <laughs> they fucking yep. built the place like that. Like it's... Hey, tell us when we're telling lies. AEW yeah. <laughs> wouldn't exist if it wasn't for those guys. Literally. Literally would not exist. Um, and I... Like Punk's a fantastic wrestler. I was yep. a massive fan, but yep. every company he's been to, he's left on bad terms. Mm. All of them. Even Ring of Honor. Yes. Oh fuck! The way he told that story when he first joined, he was in tears and all. Um. 
Yeah, it's it's just uh, balls. Hmm. <laughs> Um, but I guess we'll call it a podcast there. Hmm. One time Monday podcast. Well, we should be back again on Tuesday next week, I think. All going well. All going well. We will shall see you then. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.